fucking matter. Now he's out with an injury long season. Injury long season injury. Season injury. Season. Season long injury. Shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the American Soccer Show. I am, of course, your host, Paul Young. Always join with me, the man, the myth, the legend, Blake Andrews. Blake, you look good, buddy. How are you feeling today? This is actually Zion. I don't know who you're talking to. Zion Williamson up in here. What you know, talking about that? <laughs> How you feeling, been doing bro? good. Yeah, good. I mean, I just saw you at the beach a few days ago, so it was good to get away for a little while. Wonderful, wonderful trip, wonderful trip, but more on that later. We are going to start off with the Atlanta versus Orlando game. Blake, the first time Orlando was ever able to beat. All right, moving on to Philadelphia versus D.C. United. <laughs> Not an Orlando fan, huh, Blake? That's biased. That's biased, Blake. Uh, you knew that when we were talking about the tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, everyone, if you didn't fucking know, Blake doesn't like Orlando. Whatever, I'm just playing with you guys. But seriously, Orlando, congratulations. First win on Atlanta soil as well. They they beat Atlanta United and the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What the fuck is going on with Atlanta? Currently, as we speak, Pity Martinez is trying to get out, which I understand because Atlanta don't fucking need him because he's that shit. Atlanta need a player that will get the job done. You see what I'm saying? If Yosef, which Yosef is clearly history has told us that Yosef Martinez gets injured every season. Doesn't fucking matter. Now he's out with an injury long season. Injury long season injury. Season injury. Season. Season long injury. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. I think I picked up (laughs) dyslexia or or something on that beach trip. I know. I, I, I did. I did. Struggle bus central over here. I'm fucking driving it. Anyways, they don't have the player. They don't have a player that's going to, you know, go from that, that a Miguel Almiron that can also pick up the team, continue to drive on, say, hey, we are going to fucking win this game. They had Tito Vialba. They had Julian Gressel. They had a solid back with LGP, Parkhurst. But, you know, just Atlanta have no identity. They have none. Stephen Glasses had a, has a huge has a huge job ahead of him. Will they keep him at the end of the season? Definitely not. I I don't think that they will because of this three one loss at home. It's unacceptable. It it really is. And, yeah, and, if I'm and if I'm being honest, I don't think the the lack of Joseph Martinez is the problem. You know, you watch them play, and it's not necessarily that they're not scoring the chances that they have. It's that they're not creating the chances. What are you, Pep Guardiola? No, I'm Zion Williamson. No, I mean you watch them play, and there's just there's there's no energy going forward. They move the ball far too slow. There's no real desire to push forward. You know they're happy to keep possession and knock the ball around, but it's too patient. There's no eagerness. There's there's no drive. Uh, there's there's no um, there's there's just no passion in the team. There's no desire to win. There's no there's nothing. The team has no well, with, identity, with, like you said. They're just lifeless. Well, with a huge you know exodus of players. What is that? Eight, nine players. I know we've already talked about that, but I mean, what what can Atlanta fans expect? You see what I'm saying? Like, like that's such a huge excess. And it wasn't just players that were like in the reserves, you know, 
players that didn't play. It was players that were pivotal in the 2018 season of winning the fucking title. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, you look I, at you look at, at at losing Darlington Nagby. I mean, what a player! I mean, he's he's just incredible. He's been good at every team he's ever played at. Um, but you look at losing Breck Shea, and it's like, ah, well, whatever. You're shit, anyways. Is it is it because of the dreads? Nah, he hasn't got the dreads anymore. But no, he doesn't. You no, know, nah. he doesn't. He just looks lost on the pitch every time he plays. You just look at his face, and he just looks so confused. But Brooks Lennon, Brooks Lennon did grab his first goal. Um, it's a good goal at that header. Had a cross back, back across the face of the goal. I mean, is is a good header, but at that point, uh, it just seemed it just seemed that was it. That was it from Atlanta. But you know, take nothing away from Orlando. Take nothing away from them. Pereira was a baller in the midfield, playing that pivotal number ten role, moving the ball, basically directing everything dictating how fast Orlando was going to move up the field, how slow, when to slow it down. I mean, Nani wasn't even in the starting 11 because, I mean – Still bagged a goal. I know. Still came in, bagged a goal. I mean, if it just goes to show what Orlando has put into motion for themselves for the rest of the season, Chris Mueller, again, even when Nani's not on the field, he's still able to get jobs done. You know, it's it's a long way to go for – Atlanta, but Orlando, Orlando is there and they're, they're ready to make a statement. And I, I feel like this is going to be a good year for them. Anyways, again, we can't stay on teams this long. Philly versus DC. What a game. Philly 4-1 win, but DC, Gressel just looks pissed. Okay. Gressel looks pissed off, grabbed his first DC United goal, but man, he misses Joseph Martinez. He misses the people around him. He he's not a player that's that's going to take on four or five players. He's not going to be the player that's going to be driving up the field. He's going to be the player that puts the goddamn ball in the fucking box for people to go on and score. You know, he's he's going to grab a few goals himself, but what? Max is going to grab four a season. They can't rely on that. They have to rely on what they bought him for. The ability to find players in between the lines. You know, he's got an engine. He's going to run all day. Yeah, absolutely. But they didn't they didn't buy the players for, you know, the players that are there to bag the bag the crosses. You know, they had a huge exodus of players too. DC United. Very true. Very true. Very um, key players as well. Wayne Rooney, Luciano yeah. Acosta. Oh, I mean those those two right there could bag goals all day. All day. Um, all day. I mean he's he's playing near a former Atlanta player in Assad, but Assad wasn't really ever known for his goal scoring. No, no, he's he's known for you know creating plays similar to Gressel, right? Um, but you know you can't buy the guy that's that's known for delivering the ball in the box and not have the guy that's known for putting the ball in the net. Exactly, exactly. Shabilka as well grabbing a brace, second goal. He was fantastic. Shifts it onto his right, just bends it back post. Fantastic. He's he's such a force going for Philly. Aronson again grabbing one for himself on the night. He was great as well. Santos had an absolute blast. I mean, it was just all over. They were all over DC. DC had nothing for him. And of course, Philly with Bedoya. Bedoya's an absolute warrior running all over the pitch. I would love to see his mileage, like just all over the field, how how much he actually runs on the field. Oh, he has he, to cover more ground than any other player consistently. Absolutely. Absolutely. So moving on, Columbus crew versus Cincinnati ending zero zero 
Columbus Crew, again, losing earlier in the week to NYCFC 1-0. Crew, I mean, we, we talk so highly of them. Like, and fuck sake. They, they yeah, this, this was a thrilling team. one. This one was super exciting with its nil-nil draw. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how we were can, can be able to contain our excitement here. Yeah, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to talk about it. I know. Well, it's going to be simple, just like this. It ended nil-nil. That's all you guys needed to know. Basically, Cincinnati pressed on Darlington Nagby, which clearly he runs the show. Yep. You take him out of the equation. Columbus, you know, we, we thought they had everything together, and they don't. They, they did don't. not. Simple they that. did not. Take nothing away from Cincinnati. Cincinnati have been okay. good in moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. They, they, um, they had a good, good run in the tournament. They had a good yep. run in the tournament. But at the Both end of the day – teams were not on their day. No. Not even, not even close. Not, yeah, not even close. It's sad because, you know, I, I, I want to see them. I want to see them have that success because when they are on, they are on. Yeah, but, especially Columbus. I mean, Columbus are one of my favorite teams to watch this season. They look yeah. very, very good, especially in that tournament. But against exactly. Cincinnati, I mean, they were off. Cincinnati was off. It was just, it was, you know, not a whole lot yeah. going on. Um, exactly. Not not too many clear cut chances. No one found the back of the net and tied game. They each take a point and that's done. Game dusted. And boring as fuck in Ohio. Boring as fuck. My mom's gonna get pissed off hearing that as well. But whatever. Ohio sucks. NYCFC versus Chicago Fire. Three one going to NYCFC. I was actually kind of shocked. I thought Chicago Fire from earlier in the week were going to build off of that, but NYCFC have been looking sharp. Alex Ring was pivotal again in the movement going forward for New York. Um, the movement around the box between Parks, Herber, Alex Ring, Medina. Chicago had no no real answer for it. And I, I don't know whether it's a, it's a new side for them. I don't know if they just don't invest in this club. But it was kind of a joke from, from Chicago, you know. Granted, yeah, they, I mean, they sh- did. Chicago haven't been, you know, one of those great teams in a long time. In a long time. They were, they were um, one of the original founding teams as well. Yeah. But they just, they just haven't found that spark that really allowed no. them to, to be where they are. Um, you you know? know, I, I enjoy seeing NYCFC on the up and up again. I mean, I, especially, you know, back when they had David Villa and Lampard and Pirlo and all that, I enjoyed watching them. I thought they were a good team and I'm, I'm happy to see them doing well again because they, they struggled earlier on this season. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, Even I, though I think, they, I think they still have a ways to go to get back to where they were, but yeah, they do. It's an improvement. But that's that's going to come from the board. The board has to invest in the club. We've all seen that. Whether whether you're investing in the youth, whether you're investing in bringing players in, you know, they obviously brought in Schweinsteiger, um, and he he brought a lot to the team. But I mean, that there's other aspects that I, even with him, they couldn't do much. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, that's but, that's really the only investment they had when they brought Schweinsteiger in. Yeah. And genuinely, anything anything that I can remember to date. But, I mean, again, they scored first with center back Maurizio Pineda, UNC alum, coming in, scoring off of a poorly defended corner, which that's been kind of happening all week. But NYCFC with Maxi Morales, he came in in the, in the second half, absolute game changer, 
disgusting assist for Tanner Holmes. Tanner Holmes, again, having an assist of his own where basically, I, I got to tell you this, bro, cuts back, like, Croyd's turn back, Megs the next defender, just fizzes it across the box for Alex Ring again to bag a goal. For the second time, second time this week, two goals in two games, he, he basically just slices back across the ball. There's nothing, nothing Chicago could do about it. But overall, it was a very entertaining game. NYCFC have been a fun team to watch as of, as of this week. Obviously, things can change. I mean, hell, look at crew. New England versus New York Red Bulls. What an all-star game we had here, Blake. What an all-star game. Oh, yeah. To be honest, to be honest, I am impressed with New England. I've never been a fan of Bruce Arena, but they look okay. They do. They they look okay. Not, nothing spectacular, just okay. They're quick on the break. They have their players that, that are that are ready to bomb forward, but you know, Bruce Arena style, they're gonna hold back and then try to catch you on the counter. Red Bulls. Red Bulls does not use their best player. Kaku does not get on the ball enough. This man has the ability to change games, but yet you don't see enough of him. I don't know whether he's injured or not fit. Excuse me. But he just he started to find more of the ball in the second half, but it just wasn't enough. It was it wasn't enough for me to be like, oh, Red Bulls could could produce something here. He needs he needs to be like a Pozuelo. He needs to be like a like a Tuesta. He needs to be that kind of player for them, but he's not. He has the talent too, and he shows it in spurts, but genuinely, it's nothing. But Red Bulls are one of those teams again that tries to play more intricate football in in this league. I completely disagree with you. It's not intricate. It's it's high press. Try to catch you on the counter. It, it's it's just try to try to catch you off guard. They 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 press the sixes. They 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 press the whole right. But field. but to counter, you have to play the ball quickly, regardless. Obviously, yeah. But but it's to to me, it's not intricate. They 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 don't move the ball around the box. They they immediate crosses, everything like that. It's it's nothing like LAFC when LAFC is good. It's nothing like Atlanta when Atlanta's good. Notice how I'm saying when they're good. But yeah, I mean, both of them have been kind of shocking this year. Yeah. No. Hey, Seattle. Seattle does a fantastic job of mixing it up like that. Crew. When crew are on their day, not this week, they are fantastic at that. I when when I think of intricate, I think of the exact opposite direction of New York Red Bulls. But it's whatever ended one one goal by Fernandez. Um, I just what the hell? What the hell happened, man? Like just terrible terrible defending but Gustavo Bo again picks up another goal I he's he's really coming into form with New England he, he still needs to put that extra boost because he is the captain he's going to set the example for the players but um I, I I I think he's one player to watch for for the upcoming remainder of the season now we move on to FC Dallas versus Minnesota finally a more exciting game for me to talk about FC Dallas with a 3-1 win over Minnesota, which honestly kind of surprised me. Like we talked about in the MLS's back tournament, uh, Minnesota don't look bad. They really don't. They didn't look terrible yeah. in this game either. You know, they, they controlled more of the ball. They had way more opportunities going forward. FC Dallas just had the more clear-cut opportunities. Minnesota yeah. was able to get the ball up the pitch. They were able to take shots on goal. They were able to, you know, do what they had to do, but they struggled – oftentimes with that final ball and they had to take a lot of shots from 
areas where they probably could have tried to work the ball around a little bit more. Yeah. I um, I, I, I feel like the, the experience of, of even though they've been around, you know, obviously as long as the way they're going in their fourth year. Yeah. Um, fourth year, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's difficult to, to keep track of Minnesota because they're so up and down when, when they're, when they're up, they're up. They, they, they can beat. When anybody. they're up, they look phenomenal. But when yeah, they're they, down, they could lose to anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it just goes to show, I mean, I don't think FC Dallas is a strong team. I don't look at them and say, I, oh, wow. I disagree. No, like, I think FC Dallas looked good. Maybe in this game, but not consistently enough for me to say, look, this team, this team could do it. This team Neither could actually Minnesota, bring it. though. Oh, obviously. But I, I, I think in terms of, of what we've seen through the tournament, I'm just basing everything off of right now what we've seen. So we've, we've seen the tournament. That's, that's just what we have to go off of. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways, moving on to Colorado versus Sporting Kansas City. Another red card in that game. Another thrilling game. Another thrilling game. 1-1 Colorado, Sporting Kansas City. Whole lot going on here. Wow. I mean, Colorado, they controlled the, the game. Uh, That's and fucking just, shocking. And, uh, and just like in Colorado Rapids style, they did absolutely nothing with the ball. Absolutely nothing. You can control the ball all day long, but if you are not going forward and creating chances, you will not win games. And that is exactly what they did. They said, fuck it. We will take the 1-1 draw. We do not deserve three points. <laughs> I know we're at home and all, but fuck winning. We're, we're okay. We're if okay the fans here. were here, I might try to score. Yeah. We're just going to go get high after the game. Fuck winning. We get paid at the end of the day. That's what they're saying. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what it is with Colorado Rapids, but they are so boring. They're just so boring. There's, I mean, they, there's more passion from their players than there is a team like Atlanta United right now. But shit, they have passion to play possession. I've never seen anyone be more passionate about possession than Colorado Rapids. They don't give a shit. <laughs> they We're gonna hold on to the ball for ninety minutes. Good you know, luck. I feel like they're afraid of qualifying for the for the Concacaf Champions League. Honestly. They're like, we'll do, we'll do just enough to not be in the, the, the lowest part of the table. But, you know, also, fuck the playoffs. Fuck the Champions League. We'll just take our mid-table finish, call it a day. We'll go get high in the offseason and chill. We're just going to chill. That's, that's pretty much it. I mean, clearly there's no money invested. Like, the board doesn't give a flying fuck about yeah. the team. Like, that's, that's obvious. Even Tim Howard, when he was playing for them, he was the only – designated player he was the only designated player on that team and that's a goalkeeper okay that, that's very rarely that you ever see that happen and he was like if if you don't invest in players how do you expect to get results and they have one of the smallest stadiums in i i believe it's one of the smallest stadiums in mls and they can't even fill that so I, I the, the direction that Colorado is going in is is probably the one of the worst. Not good. Yeah, it's the worst. Not good. Possibly in MLS right now. I don't know that it's worse than RSL. They're in a bit of a muddy situation with their owner stepping out and all that. But hey, you know that, that maybe segues perfectly into our next game: Portland versus Real Salt Lake. And to be honest, what a game it was! But 
Yeah. You know, I, for the muddy situation RSL are in, 4-4 draw against Portland. I'd be happy with that. Well, Portland, especially Portland considering, especially considering you were two two to four down going into the ninetieth minute that against shows... a team against a team like Portland to score two goals in the ninetieth minute against a team like Portland, whose whole game plan is to sit in and just break. And they have the players to do that too. Portland are a team that is deadly, deadly at doing that. Portland, Portland won the fucking tournament playing like that. Yeah. Granted, Granted. they won Champions League. <laughs> whatever <In> Champions League. <laughs> they won the qualification you know whatever but yeah, hell yeah the style is effective for what's happened this season with covid no training half the season being postponed it's worked but to it concede has. two goals in the dying minutes of the game shows lack of fitness shows lack of consistency as well they, I mean, lack like of fitness, mentality- lack of consistency. I mean, the, the mentality to concede at those times, like you have to play for 90, 90 minutes plus injury time. It doesn't matter. Very, very true. And you know? in that game as well, um, that but was Blanco just has been incredible for them. Blanco has been has absolutely been. incredible. Real Salt Lake, uh, Justin Miram, his 250th game. As that well. guy's played on every team in the league at this point. I swear, they, I, it would be awesome to see him play for every single team. I'd have to say that. I would have to say that. I mean, Howie, I, I feel like he's a good player. Obviously, there's an attitude problem here that he can't stay with the team. I think Heard good stories. might be a bit of a stretch, but he's not bad. He's okay. He is, is, are you okay with that, Blake? He's okay. I'm okay with okay. I'm okay with okay. Okay. All right. Glad to hear him. LA Galaxy versus San Jose. Another exciting game. San Jose. San Jose is a fun team. North. They might not win you a game. But, damn, you're going to watch it. That's for sure. Yeah. San Jose have been good to watch this year. They have. LA Galaxy have been good to watch this year. They have Pavon. Pavon, obviously, one of the best players in the league. One yeah, of the best he, players in the he league. has been an absolute baller coming in off that left-hand side. Absolute no, no, no. baller. Defensive. Like, the one thing, like, obviously, you, you know what to expect of him going forward. He's going to put the ball in the back of the net. He's going to make you look fucking stupid. But his defensive work rate. Is incredible. Zlatan loved him. Ibra loved him, and Ibra doesn't love anybody besides himself. True. He loved him, and you know that that goes to show for something. And he's proven it this year that he wants to go to Europe. That's that's obviously his end goal. He wants to go over there, and I honestly, I could see him making a good jump for it. He he's obviously showing what he has. And yeah, what he has absolutely. is fucking blowing up the league. It's blowing it up right now. I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed with the way LA Galaxy is right now. Yeah, it's been a long I, time I, I really think that. I really think Pavon, Pozuelo, and and Blanco are probably the three best players in the league at this point in time. I will agree. I, Carlos I would Vela has Andre Blake. Yeah, Andre Blake, but who really pays attention to goalkeepers? Attention, um, but whatever. You know. But in terms of field players, the three of them have to be the best. Some could argue Carlos Vela, but you can't argue on last year's statistics. Honestly, you haven't noticed them this season. You haven't. Granted, he hasn't played until now. But at the same time, I agree with you. He's, 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 not, he's not showing anything. But we'll get, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit. Any, any last thoughts on the LA Galaxy, San Jose? LA Galaxy have the potential to go a long way this year. San Jose, hey, keep pushing. Keep going. Final? They, ha- they have Dude, it. 
Do you believe final? I believe. I believe. Uh, for San Jose, for San Jose, not the final. No, 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 no. LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. They could make conference final easy. Yeah. No, I mean they they got LA LAFC. I mean Dallas on their day, Minnesota on their day could beat them. Uh, I wouldn't but, even say LAFC with the way they're playing right now. Yeah, I mean I think they're getting. I think they're approaching that period in time for a new club where they've come close to winning and they haven't won yet. So. It's just starting to become the identity of the club. It's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh words from Blake Andrews right there. Moving on, Nashville versus Inter Miami. What Blake, a thriller. I, yeah, what a thriller, first of all. So much money has been invested. I'm, I, obviously, I'm going to split this up. Nashville is going to get their own talk here. I, I, I will talk about Nashville, Nash Vegas, if you will. But Miami, what the fuck do they need besides the backing of David Beckham, LeBron James? They have all the money. They need a new coach. It's, it's, it's obvious. He's clearly not – he doesn't have a system that will work for Miami. That's, that's think, so obvious. I think – now hear me out. Breck Shea needs to play yet. 90 minutes week in, week out. He will contend for the Ballon d'Or. You heard it here, folks. Breck Shea, Blake. 2021 Ballon d'Or. You're living. Nah, living but in all honesty, Pizarro, that. number 10 for Inter Miami. Phenomenal player. I think he's class. I think, think he has so, so much potential. I think he's class. I think he's so good. I think, okay. I, I okay. think he has come into a new league, a new team. It's an adjustment. It's yep. an adjustment. Like with any team, it's either going to go really well or really bad. And with Atlanta United, we saw it happen to go really well for them. You know, with Minnesota, we saw it go really bad. And I think it's going to vary from team to team. But with Inter Miami, it's been really bad. But you see the potential in some of these players. You really do. I mean, you see the potential, but but potential can only take you so far. They are the worst. They have the worst record for an expansion team in MLS history. If that doesn't speak volumes, one in six. You've got the backing of David Beckham and, and LeBron James, two natural-born winners. It's coming. It's going to happen eventually. I think a season to get on their feet. I mean, you, you look at what they've come into. They've got Pizarro. They've got their playmaker, right? Sweat at left back. Sweat, sweat at left back. I think he's a good player. I respect LGP. him. Good enough. LGP. You've got, yeah, you've got the recent acquisition of LGP. You're bringing in Blasma Tweedy. He's a known winner. They're also in talks to get either Suarez or Gonzalo Higuain right now. I think either of them could come and do a great job in this league. I think Suarez probably won't come. He's still too high of a caliber for this league. Gonzalo Higuain, I think, could come and tear the league up. His brother already plays here. He's got the connections to the league. I, think I mean, hell, it's I Miami, though. It's move. Miami. Yeah. It's Miami, it's Miami, but it's, it's a smart move. I, if, from what I understand, it's a free transfer as well. It would just be great good deal. business. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, good, it, good, it's good business. Exactly. I, I will agree with you on that one. I will. Now, I do think that Miami did deserve a pen in the game. Walker Zimmerman, I mean, slides in to, to block the ball. I'll get to Walker Zimmerman in Nashville in a minute. But, I mean, hits off, hits off his, his arm. Like, fully hits off his arm. How VAR does not fucking see that. And, you know, to be honest, I think VAR in the MLS has been fantastic. But – I think VAR in the MLS has been executed far better than it has in any other league. Way better, right? But Walker Zimmerman, I mean, 
going for the ball, like his hand, I would say it's in a natural position because he is falling. You kind of like when you slide, what are you supposed to do? Like just tuck it in your fucking sleeves or something. I understand. But I he usually is, just catch myself with the back of my neck. You, no, the, the greatest thing about you, Blake, is you don't fucking defend, so shut your mouth. All right. So True. you wouldn't have even been in the box. Don't even. But unlucky for Miami to not get a pen right there. But Nashville was the better team. Walker Zimmerman is such a pivotal point of that. And to be honest, Miami defending at the back, just in shambles. Anibal Godoy with the, with the fantastic goal um, came in, couldn't clear it for Miami. Just inside the foot goes top bends, sealing, sealing everything. Miami couldn't. They, they really, even though they had Pizarro going forward, I don't know whether it was just tired legs. I don't know. Just still a team gelling together, but still didn't didn't pull it together. Did not I think a lot together. of it's still team gelling together. Before this recording, I was sitting watching the Atlanta Inter-Miami game, and it's still just – they don't look bad. It's just, you know, those intricate little moments where you can tell the team's not on the same page. But I think over time and with the right signings, I think they can easily be one of the best. You heard it there. You heard it from Blake. Now what I want to talk about, finally, the MLS puts up the standings. Puts up the standings. So I kind of want to go over this right now. Is As we speak, Columbus is playing, Orlando's playing, Philly's playing, NYCFC is playing. All these teams are playing. Um, so as we speak, the Eastern Conference, starting with the East, Columbus is in first, Toronto second, Orlando third, Philly fourth, Montreal. Are we not covering Seattle and LAFC? Fifth. We are. You just going to skip my game like that? I thought that was one of the most exciting games. Oof, Blake. Oof, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Blake. Yeah, come on, man. Forgive me, Blake. Go ahead. Go ahead, Blake. You know what? Take the mic. I'm quitting. I'm quitting the podcast, Blake. Just take it from here. Shit, I can do that. I'll get I'll get Will or Val on this guy. Oh, yeah? Just want to get rid yeah. of me just like that? Easy. Done and Basically. dusted. All right, Done. so Seattle 3, LAFC 1. And uh, honestly – not a very surprising result. LAFC have been kind of up and down all season. Seattle looked good. Rudy Adams. Yeah, ricochet off the defender. Left foot, half volley. Just swazzed it. Like, clean it so, strike. It was such a pure – like, whenever you see a volley like that just come off, you're just like, uh, okay. Uh, you you right. know it as soon as it leaves your foot. You're halfway but naked. What, what a you, player as well. I mean, he's been phenomenal for them over the last two or three seasons. I mean, he's he's just – he's a good player. Good player. Yeah. I, I would put him up there with the three that I named earlier as well. I don't think I he's Jordan quite Morris at their well. level, but he would be just below. I'd say Jordan Morris is on his way. I, I would say that. Jordan I, Morris I'll, I'll as well. Case for it. Yeah. He has been one of the most lethal strikers, I think, this season. Um, when you just look at the amount of opportunities that he's had compared to how many he's converted, he's just deadly. You know what I mean? He may not be the most entertaining or the most fancy player, but he's deadly when it counts. This man is an engine. He's, he's a very built boy. And to be honest, he can do something fantastic, but his ability to always be in the right, right position at the right time is phenomenal. And also his – That's something you can't teach, though. Yeah, you no, can't teach it's, those it's things. Nothing. It's you just, have it's to just have instinct. It. Instinct. I mean, what, what he did for Stanford, like, I, he deserved to go to the pros. He deserves to start. He's yeah, been fantastic. Absolutely. He was playing for the, the national team before he even graduated. 
Absolutely. Yeah, he was he was on the youth national team. I think I think he deserves more starts on US men's national team. I know he's got a lot to, you know, like he plays similar position as Christian Pulisic. It's gonna be extremely hard. Seattle, Chelsea, obviously you go with Christian Pulisic. Not only that, yeah, but, but you pull Josie Altador out of striker and you throw this young man up there any day of the week. Any Josie day Altador week. never deserves I I'm sorry if you're a fan of Josie Altador and you listen to this. Fuck him. He, he's past his prime. Just get rid Ten of him. Ten years ago, fair enough. Now it's yeah. got to go. It's got to be done. Call it quits, whatever. Throw Jordan Morris up there. Refreshing. You, you need something refreshing, honestly. But LAFC controlled the ball. Obviously, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to argue LAFC are the more talented team when you look at overall starting 11. It's LAFC. I mean, you, you just Except look at that the back brand. Line. Except for that back line. That back line is – But you look at the brand alone and, and the team. And you say, okay, you, you, we know you're going to go all out. We know you're going to be, you know, you're LAFC. The player, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, have, you, you have the high expectation of them. You have the high expectation. You know that they're going to be a good team. But ultimately, they get the three-to-one loss to Seattle. Fair play, Seattle. Well done, in and out. Seattle, I'm, I'm excited to see Seattle continue to go on. I always thought that they were, they were, they were good going into the tournament. Didn't show up like, much. I just like watching Rudy as. Guys, hey, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, Go ahead and follow us at the American Soccer, not the show. Leave that off because for some reason Instagram said, fuck you guys. We're not throwing that on there. Facebook is the American Soccer Show. Go ahead, follow us on there. If you guys have any questions, DM us and we will see you next time. Next time.